Have you been thinking about a career change? Or maybe you've been hearing about the IT industry but don't know where to start. Well, my goal in this video is to help you come up with a plan to make that transition to IT. So stay tuned. And don't forget to click like, subscribe, and that notification bell. Welcome to Debt Free and IT. I'm your host, Mike. This podcast is for anyone looking to get into the IT industry, whether it's for a career change or you're just interested. I think you come to the right place. So there comes a time in everyone's career when you may need a change. So maybe you reach the ceiling at your current job and there's nowhere to move up to or you don't want to make a lateral move. Or maybe you want to move to something that's not as physical as some jobs if you're working in a manual labor job. Or maybe you just want to increase your income and there's no way to do that in your current industry. So in the IT industry, it's able to solve all of the above. But the transition, it may not be as smooth as what you hear. So it could take some time for all of this to happen. Or you could end up taking one step back in order to take two steps forward by taking a pay cut just to get into the industry. Then you're able to move up to whatever your desired position is. So I've seen it all. I've heard of it all. If you're ready to take that journey, I got six tips that's going to help you make that transition a little bit smoother. So the first tip I have for anyone that's trying to transition into the tech industry is to educate yourself. So this is where you want to go out and see what options you have available to you. Also, you want to find out what areas of the tech industry interest you the most. So all of this can be done by going to your local schools or your colleges or your community colleges and just see what they have to offer. A lot of times, your community colleges or your local college, a lot of times I would say I prefer the community college is going to be a little bit cheaper. But a lot of times they have some resources available to you that you wouldn't imagine that they had. Just because you're in a small town or it's a small school, a lot of times they do have a lot of good resources for the IT industry available to you. So one of the first places I would look is any local schools that I have near me. So if you decide to go the school route, then most of your community colleges, they're going to offer a two-year degree. And then you can transfer this to a larger college for a four-year degree. And then most of these schools is going to have online options available as well. So it's all just going to depend on how far you want to take it. And then if you're the type of person that can self-learn, so depending on the path you choose, you could buy some material or an online course and start taking a stab at trying to learn the material on your own. If you decide to do the self-learning route and whatever technology you choose within the industry, if that technology has a certification tied to it, then I would aim to get that certification. And then my reason for saying this is pretty much that if you don't have a degree, you want something to put on your resume that's going to say that you actually know whatever you're applying for. So, and that's what the certification does. So like I always say, it doesn't, the certification doesn't mean you're a know-it-all. It doesn't mean you can just get on the job and take off running. It doesn't mean you already going to know the stuff. You're still able to learn. You're still going to learn a lot. That certification, what is good, what it does to me is it validates that you know the lingo, you know you're capable of learning whatever technology you got that certification in. So if I wasn't going the school route and getting a, maybe a degree or something, I would want something that's going to hold its own ground with someone else that's out here applying that may have a degree. So I want something that's going to kind of, it may not level the field. Like I said, I can't say which one is better, but if I didn't have nothing at all, and whatever I'm trying to get into, if it had some sort of entry level certification, 
then I will be aiming to get that certification. So for those that choose to go the school route, I would say that a lot of your classes that you end up taking, they're going to align to a certification. And a lot of times you want to pay attention to that because a lot of people take the classes but don't take the certification. So if you take a class and it aligns to a net plus or an A plus, and also if that school gives you some kind of discount on that certification, I would at least attempt it or try to get that certification before I leave that school. But whatever you choose, you must have the motivation and the consistency to stick with it. In the beginning, it's going to be hard. It's going to seem like a foreign language, but trust me, it will happen. You got to trust the process. So the second tip I have for those trying to transition into the IT industry is to build your technical skills. So pretty much after you've done educated yourself and you figure out what path you want to go down, if you choose the school route, then these technical skills is going to come in the form of your classes. So most of your classes, like I said, they're going to start you out with the fundamentals. You're going to learn about the fundamentals of IT. You're going to learn a lot of terms that relates to IT. Then also, if you're going, if you went the self-study route, this is going to be from the course that you buy. So you're probably going to most likely want to buy a course that goes over the fundamentals first. That way, once you get into something advanced and they're talking about terms that you should already you should already know or they're expecting you to already know, you won't be lost in the sauce. You know, you'll kind of know what they're talking about because you don't learn the fundamentals. Now, at this stage, some fundamental things is going to be those that come from a lot of CompTIA certifications that which is certifications that align around that beginners and learning those fundamentals. So you got that's going to be either your A plus or your network plus. And then after learning those basics, then you can start to progress over to whatever field you're trying to enter within the IT industry. So this could be networking, security, or maybe server management or something along those realms. But after learning those basic fundamentals, learning the terms, that way, once you get into something advanced and they're talking in terms that you should have already learned, you won't, like I said earlier, you, you won't be lost. So you'll kind of be able to keep up and you'll be able to build on top of what you already learned. So it's sort of to like building a house where you start with the foundation, then you start building the walls and putting things up. So the same thing here. Well, we're going to start with the foundation, learning those fundamentals, and then you're going to start going deeper into whatever industry you're trying to end up in. So the third tip I have for those that's trying to transition into the IT industry is getting hands-on experience. So if you went the school route, this is going to come in the form of your labs from your classwork. And then if you went the self-study route, this is going to come from either a virtual environment that you may buy, or you could have physical equipment for your home lab. And then also, if you went the school route, you could go a step further and still have this physical equipment at your house or maybe a virtual environment via an application that you buy that simulates all the equipment that you're studying. But you need something where you're going to be able to practice on. So you need something where you can practice whatever you're learning. So through your courses, you're going to be learning a lot. And you need that to be able to stick by being able to apply it in a scenario. So this is where your lab's going to come in. Being able to apply it, being able to create something or build something or configure something, a lot of times this forces you to end up messing up when you're trying to do it. And when you mess up, that's where the real learning comes in. Because when you mess up, you ain't got nobody to call on to fix it for you. So you got to figure it out yourself. So either you're going to Google it, you're going to start researching how to figure out how to fix your issue. And this is, like I said, is where the learning is going to come in handy. 
And this is where you're going to learn your best. So getting that hands-on experience, like I said, is, is going to be real valuable to help you transition over into the IT industry. If you're finding value in this episode and you're listening via YouTube or your favorite podcasting app, please leave me a review or a comment. If you have a friend who needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. So the fourth tip I have for those that's trying to transition into the IT industry is to start networking. So by networking, I don't mean Cisco CCNA networking this time. I mean actually networking and going out and building your professional network within the IT industry. In order to do this, you need to know where those people are hanging at or where, where they're at when you're out and about. So this is where the app Meetup is perfect for it because with Meetup, you can search for whatever you're interested in and it'll show you if there's any near, nearby events that's going to go on that pertains to your interest. So with Meetup, you can look for tech events and it'll show whatever tech events is close by. A lot of times they're going to be free, so you can go to them, hang out, Meet other people that's in the IT industry. A lot of times they may have these at bars or some kind of nice location where people are able to mingle. So you're going to meet other IT professionals at these meetups. And then, too, you could meet, you could make friends at the meetup. You know, you could meet some cool people at some meetups. They will have recruiters. So the thing is, you know, you could talk to a couple of recruiters, give them your info. But the main thing thing that I think is the gold, the gold mind in the meetup is the people that you meet at those meetups. So at some meetups, you're going to meet people that's been in the industry for over 20 years. You're going to meet people, people that may be at the highest level of networking, the highest level of security. And those people are going to be there because they want you to ask them questions. So meeting these people, building that rapport with them getting on their radar, a lot of times I think that could be real valuable because when you start job hunting, if you kept in touch with that person, that person may be able to vouch for you at their local job or at whatever position they're in, and that way that could be a way for you to get in the door. So that's one thing you want to do is start attending meetups, meeting people in person, building your professional network. Now, if there's no meetup in your area, this is where you're going to resort to online in which you should be doing both of them, either even if there's not a meetup or if there is a meetup. But the online route, like I said, LinkedIn is probably one of the most popular ones for that because there's a lot of IT professionals on LinkedIn and all of them, they love to provide value for people. I'm on LinkedIn, you know, so you can add me on LinkedIn. But like I said, LinkedIn, you're going to build your professional network. Also, so you're going to shake those virtual hands. You're going to meet people, you know, you're going to be able to chat with them, things like that. So that way, you know, you're putting yourself out there. And a lot of times, like I said before, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So putting yourself out there can only lead to some good opportunities. So the fifth tip I have for those that's trying to transition into the IT industry. So as you're building your professional network around this time, it should be time to start job hunting and looking for jobs. So this is where you want to make sure you got a good resume done, a professional resume. You know, sometimes I often say you may want multiple resumes. You may want one that you create, and then you may go out to get someone that specializes in resumes to get to write one for you also. And like I always say, that they're mainly not going to create a resume from thin air for you. A lot of times you can send them what you created, and they're going to revamp it for you. They're going to use better lingo, because if you're someone like me, I write the way I talk. So 
If you're someone like me, you're going to need that resume writer in order to make your resume a little bit more polished. But this is when you're going to start applying for those jobs. So remember when you're applying for the jobs, think about the particular role or the particular specialization that you're doing in IT. So like I always say, you don't want to be a beginner and you're out here applying for architect jobs, senior architect or senior engineer jobs. You know, you want to look at the hierarchy of whatever technology you're you're trying to apply for. So if it's networking, you hear me always say some of the entry level jobs for those is going to be admin, technician, analyst, things of that nature. The same thing for security and also for most other jobs. You'll see the, the end of it may say admin, analyst, technician, things like that. Then also don't don't over don't overlook the fact of. If that's not you're not getting any hits from that, going for a lower role like a help desk or a desktop. We're just trying to get our foot in the door in this area. So you're going to start. You're going to get that resume right. Then you're going to start applying the jobs and make sure every job you apply for that you kind of tailor your resume towards that job. That's uh, one tip that I always do. You know, you don't want to just come out and plain lie, but you do want to make your resume kind of t- tailored or whatever position you're applying for. So speaking of resumes, a couple of weeks ago, I did an episode on resumes. I think it's titled Resumes 101. So I'll plug it in this video or I'll put it in the description, but it goes into a little bit of deeper detail about doing your resumes. And then that leads me to my sixth and my final tip for those that's trying to transition into the IT industry. So the sixth tip is you want to start prepping for these interviews. So you're going to start to get interviews, um, But when you get these interviews, you need to make sure you're still up to date on your technical skill set, because just because you may have got a certification two or three months ago doesn't mean you need to stop studying or stop messing with that stuff. You need to always stay on point with it because you never know when you're going to get an interview. You don't want to get a good interview at a good job and you haven't messed with things in six months to a year. So you want to stay up to date on it, because at some of these interviews, at some point, you will get asked some technical questions about whatever the position is you're going for. And then another tip that you can always do is whatever company reaches out for an interview, when they uh, pretty much schedule you for an interview, you want to start researching that company. So if it's a company you don't really know much about, first thing you could do, just go to their website. You know, you go to the website, see what they got going on on the website, look at their mission statement and see if that truly interests you. Because a lot of times, you know, well, yeah, while you're on this interview, it's not just all about them asking you questions. They're going to give you a chance to ask questions, too. So if you done done research on the company and you're able to state some facts about the company or you're able to ask some questions about the company or you able to say, oh, I saw what y'all was about to bring on this application. How is that going? Or I saw what y'all just about to do a merger with or about to buy this company. How is that going? So a lot of times you want to make sure you do some good research on the company. And a lot of times, like I said, this can be done by just seeing if that company is being in the news and also just going to their website. So that brings me to the end of this episode. Hopefully you found some value in this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe and leave a comment. If you're on Instagram, TikTok or Facebook, you can follow me at Debt Free and IT. If you have a question or a comment, you can email me at debtfreeandit at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on my website, debtfreeanditwithmike.com. Other than that, I'll see y'all next week. Peace.